Welcome to the Day in the Life podcast. This podcast is based off of success, life, humor, and ambition. Let's get authentic. A day in the life where we live authentically. We are your hosts, Josh, Cam, Matt, and Troy. And we know many of you can relate to today's episode. All right, y'all, welcome back to a day in the life podcast. Today's topic is going to be relationships. And, you know, apparently everybody got a lot of stuff to say about that. So we're just going to get into the shit. But first, we're going to talk about March Madness, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a great time of the year. I I really enjoy being a former basketball player myself. Uh, you know, we all of us are former athletes. If not, like we all play ball, we do athletic stuff. So, just quick question: but How y'all brackets looking right now? Pretty good, a little bit. I didn't even try to make upset brackets, though. I didn't good. make a bracket. Louisville's not in it, but shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Louisville's basketball team, uh, women's Louisville. Louisville women's basketball team—they made it to Sweet Sixteen, so shout out to them. Shout out to them. Okay. They won four games. No, 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 no. The women's basketball team. Oh, yeah, yeah, women's basketball team. Went to Sweet Sixteen. Man, Sweet 16. how's your women's bracket? Um, awesome. I think I'm. I think I'm winning. It's <laughs> awesome. I think I'm winning. <laughs> what about you, man? How's your bracket looking? Ninety-nine percentile. Except for like, but it, yeah, I think ninety-nine percentile. Yeah, wow. but. Uh, but it's gonna things are gonna change. Yeah. <laughs> Who did you have winning it all? Because I forgot to look at English too. On the on the one in, in our group, uh, I have Alabama, but I had a, a bracket called Dreams Come True, and uh, it had UK winning it. That, dream, until, that, did, until, that until, dream did not yeah, come true. Did not come true. But <laughs> I will say it wasn't the night I had the whole first day, everything except for Princeton and Fairleigh Dickinson. I had the whole day. Man, here's the thing, man. So who's on the K State train right now? Maybe. Cam, don't say that because I know you got K State winning the whole thing. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, who else is on the K State train right now? Hey, Kansas State's balling out right now. Like, I'm watching the game last night. Great. I'm gonna keep more hunting with you, bro. I was a K State fan when I saw on TikTok they pregame ritual, bro. Y'all seen that shit? Nope. No, bro. <laughs> Y'all need to look at that shit. They just be in the locker room, all of them be sitting down, and they'll play a little baby song, and they just be clapping along with the shit. But don't nobody get up and that. They just be clapping with the shit. That's <laughs> just so hype, bro. I swear to God, hungry, that shit bro. get you. They hungry. <laughs> bro, no, that, that, shit, that shit for real, bro. Uh, but no, man, I would like to see K-State. I'm going to tell you who else I want to see. Is Princeton still in it? They got yeah, play today. Oh, they play today, oh, yeah. bro. I, they've been playing out of control, yo. Like, I really want to see, like, what they're going to do. Like, it's, it's going to be interesting, man. I like, I like this kind of tournament like going into the tournament there was nobody you'd be like oh Duke gonna win it all or, oh you know what I'm saying Houston they gonna win it all like everybody can lose like anybody can get beat and that's just dope to me man like for real like I really I'm a big fan of it it makes it exciting the game I wanted to see was Tennessee and Kansas State though yeah but they lost last night to FAU yeah yeah I, I really did want to see that bro that shit would have been badass uh, they just both of them play tough so so that yeah. just, it would have been a dope-ass game. But honestly, bro, if FAU beat them, that's still, still going to be a dope game. Yep. Then my bracket would be fucked. Yes, it would. Uh, uh, just while we're on the tournament, man, uh, shout-out to 
transy women's team for making it to the D three national championship. Oh, yeah. The championship game is uh is on the first. ECU uh, made it to the finals of CBI. Did it really? Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Actually, I, I worked with a lady named Judy. Her son plays on the team. So yeah, shout out to EKU. Uh, but yeah, man, shout out to all the, the teams doing big things. So that's dope. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nah, uh, as of right now, in our bracket, I think Walker is winning from Tim Roof. He just busting yeah. everybody ass. So who's he got winning? Gonzaga. Gonzaga. He got Gonzaga winning the whole thing. And I think second place. I forget who second place is. But they got Gonzaga winning the whole thing too. Hmm. So that's interesting. In the effort of a better chance for me to win, I hope Gonzaga lose. <laughs> 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 but no. Uh, I got Alabama winning the whole thing. And, and, and what's, what's really crazy, and this is the last thing I say about it, is my Duke bracket, that I got Duke winning the whole thing, is doing better than my Alabama bracket. Like, I just be picking random teams, bro. Like, I, I don't know. I think my Duke bracket was my upset bracket. Shit. The and, tournament is random for real. Bro, like, <laughs> seriously, yeah. Like, ain't no. That's what I was like, you can't predict that shit. Like, saying. I mean, everybody burnt out by then, too. Facts. I will tell you this, and this is going back to our two keys days. The tournament is the only time I cheered for UK. Y'all know me. I bleed red and black. I'm UGA down to the core. But damn it, when the tournament come around, I need UK to make it to the championship. Because, <laughs> bro, I don't think, and all these other young dudes that work at the paddock and stuff, they be like, oh, fuck UK. No, bro. You want them to make it to the championship. Like They, they hadn't seen fucking all the cops lined up in front of the parking garage in riot gear, just waiting on people to, to storm the street. Like they hadn't seen them shut down limestone, burning couches and shit. Bro, like they they don't know what that's like. That life is like, bro. We made bread during the tournament. Like we brought out the beer carts and like it was just full. Like UK played at seven, yeah. Like we was full at three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like we they, we I literally worked like all day uh, during the tournament shift. Like we came in when the bar first opened and it was busy like all the way until the game started at seven. Those, I, I do miss those days, bro. So that because the last time that happened was when they played Wisconsin, when they lost when the oh, uh, yeah. when they lost in the undefeated year, mm-hmm. where they would have been undefeated playing Duke like that year for the championship. So I'm gonna tell you, I've, I've done the math so far. I'm in ninth place. If Alabama plays Gonzaga and Alabama wins the championship, I win the bracket. How when I got Alabama winning? Because I'm ahead of you right now. Oh, okay. I ain't know. So Alabama <laughs> plays looking. Gonzaga, and Gonzaga doesn't win like the top two guys got, and Alabama wins. This guy's taking home all the money. I'm just saying. He said this guy. This is a nine to ten split, so taking nine percent of it. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I did that because like the ten percent is higher than what they bought in. Though. Higher than the twenty. Oh, I thought it was cost of doing business with Troy. I thought you were just gonna say, <laughs> <for real>. hey, <laughs> transactional. <laughs> hey, it might be a ninety-five. He had, he had to set up the bracket. <laughs> it must be really difficult. He had to send out all his invites. Hey, it might be a ninety-five-five. Five, five. <laughs> so it just depends. But no, listen, I'm on. Uh, I'm definitely on K-State train, man. Like, so I really like what they got going on. Same. Uh, like that one dude with Noah. That. He's a dog. Yes, he is. Somebody was saying that he trained. Does he train or does he just know Kyrie Irving in some way? Because they were saying something about how he's like affiliated with Kyrie in some way. I thought he he must be doing like something with with Kyrie. But he's fast. Ball handling skills great. IQ great. I didn't realize the one dude played for Kansas State, the one that went to Florida and was in the coma. Johnson. 
Yeah, yeah. He had the heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He collapsed on the floor. Now, I saw a TikTok about that earlier. Like he collapsed on the floor for Florida and was in a coma for three days. But did y'all, did y'all know like the details of that? Mm-hmm. So I saw on the TikTok where like they he collapsed on the floor. You know what I'm saying during the game, he was in a coma for three days afterwards. Like soon after that, he was you know what I'm saying allowed to play ball and stuff. The NCAA. Uh, it might have been like somewhere. I think the NCAA offered him like five million dollars yeah, to come a, back and play ball. The million dollar insurance. Yeah. yeah, like they offered him like five million dollars, but he couldn't play ball again. He turned it down. Yeah, turned it down and came back, and like they look like they about to win it all, bro. Yeah. They they on a roll right now. Wow. Yeah, I, lo- I love what I'm seeing from them. Like they they really are playing well. That's like, I was just like, wow, that game last night. It was I was just locked in. Like, oh no, that Denver and. It's shitty because Izzo uh, from Michigan State is one of my one of my favorite coaches. He actually is my favorite coach of all time, like college basketball. I just like how he runs his program. Like he's one of my favorite coaches. And that game, that overtime shit, that shit was exciting, bro. <laughs> bro like that, that shit was dope. Well, right, man, let's get into it, man. Let's talk about relationships. What's wrong, yeah? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's, Let's talk about it for Dre. Let's get into it. <laughs> and just so everybody know, man, we got a, a, a guest with us today. We got our man Dre. He works with us down at Bells. He used to work with us at Two Keys and Paddock. I mean, I'm sure y'all know him if I've seen him, man. So he's definitely going to have some some valuable input yes, on the sorry. topic today, man. <laughs> so we're just going to get into it. Yeah? Like, First thing is, man, like the the power of relationships. With your friend, or you know what I'm saying, your significant other. I mean, just like when you hear that, like, what does that mean to you? Like, Virgil, we'll start with you. What is like the power of a relationship? Like, what does that mean to you? Man, that means a lot. Like, I mean, you think about it, look at our, you know, with friendships, look at our friendships. Like, we all help each other out, we all make bread together, we, we have a great bond, and then just goes into, you know, even with significant others, <clears throat> same thing, you know, you got support, you got all the same similarities, you know, with the intimacy. Can't can't miss that part, you know. Of course, <laughs> I agree, man. Like I say, one one thing. Uh, just speaking on the friendship part of it first, um, it's actually pretty crazy, man. Like, cause now, like y'all are legit closer than some of my actual family members. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like I actually just consider y'all family. I don't even consider this like a friendship no more. Like, it's legit, like family. Like my, <laughs> just to be completely honest with you, like. My mom considers y'all her sons. Like, she really does. Like, I was talking to her on the way up here. She's like, tell, tell all the family. I said, hey. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just, that's just how close we are, man. Like, when you have that 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 bond, not necessarily with with a person, but, like, that person's people. Like, you know what I'm saying? That person's family. When somebody else's family, like, embraces you as, as, as their own, like, that's, oh, no, man, that, that means a lot. Like, that's. For it's sure. just a, a testament to how how like strong y'all are. It's powerful, yeah, for sure. No, it takes a village. It takes a village. So that's friendships. That's everything. Yeah. Pick you up when you're down. Give you uh, perspectives when you lost. So that's yeah. That's important. Like, Listen, it's you important. fucking up. You fucking up. You better yeah, to hear it from it's y'all. It's important. It's important. But but it's 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 important to have the right friends around you. Yeah. The, the right significant other. Oh, that's why I keep my rally. circle small. Yeah, yeah, like, I like yeah. keep my circle super oh, small. Yeah. That's super important. Yeah. And like, and anybody that knows me, especially especially Matt, you know, like he knows I don't tell people a lot of shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't like like talk like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. But like our group chat, man. Like when we or like just just talking in general, bro. Like y'all have helped me through a lot of stuff that I wouldn't 
that I would normally just internalize mm -hmm. and just try to figure that shit out myself. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when I when I was trying to figure out if I wanted to move to Colorado uh, or if that would be the best move at the time. Like it's uh, like when I was talking to y'all about like I had different uh, like conversations with each one of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like what do you think I should do? You know what I'm saying? Like is this the best move? Like you know what I'm saying? Just just a bunch of stuff and like before. I would have just sat at home and just tried to figure that shit out. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, so you never know, you know what I'm saying, like how, uh, like how, how invaluable, like how valuable that stuff is to you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just a lot, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm really appreciative of that because, I mean, like y'all have gotten me through, you know what I'm saying, a lot of stuff that I would normally not have a support group for. Yeah. Same vice versa. Thanks. Same vice versa. I do appreciate y'all. Yep. Yeah. I think what uh, what you were saying, Troy, when, when we were going through the whole like embracing the power of relationships, who you have a relationship with, and and who you've decided to like and like come into your inner circle, your group. I think there was a lot of aspects that went into that, and you know something to be said for us all like finding each other at, at a certain point because yeah, we did work together, but it took more than just like eight hours of working at Bell's to be like Josh's best friend or Troy's best friend or something. It took like coming over for Thanksgiving when people call you in the middle of the night and they need you to, you know, come and help them because their car broke down. Uh, if you have, if you have relationships like that with people that you can really trust, I think it says something not only to the fact that you have somebody that will do that, um, but normally we know like we're pretty familiar with like the night hours of how things work. And I don't know how many times I've called Troy at probably two or three in the morning where I probably wouldn't call anybody else. And he would show up at White Castle parking lot because my car shut down. Right. And, you know, and basically be able to help, help somebody out like that. It goes, it just like when somebody takes their time, I think that means more than somebody being able to, you know, give you a couple bucks here and there. Facts. You know, so, so if somebody that'll take the time to, to do that with you, I think is, is a, it shows a lot of embrace, uh, a lot of power in a relationship when you have somebody that like invest time. Uh, and so I think it's, it goes a little deeper um, than just, you know, somebody saying, you know, oh, yeah, I'll buy you a drink here and there. That's my buddy. <laughs> sure, you know, and, sure. and I'm not saying that those people aren't, you know, friends and everything. I'm just saying that, you know, somebody that you can call at, at any time and, you know, drop what they're doing to come to come help you out. That uh, that to me means a little bit more. Um, and then speaking on that to, to significant others, I know I'm just kind of going on, um, but I'm the one you know who has actually married right now, and I know that I you know I, I call her for things too. And it's good to be able to have that relationship dynamic where you can bounce things things off of your significant other, and and they can you know tell you how they really feel about it, and it gives you a a, a sense of like a sense of security. Uh, yeah. More more than anything, knowing how how your actions or how you would make somebody else feel by just doing the simplest of things, yeah. and if they're able to be honest with you about it, I think it says a lot. Like I watched the, uh, I watched the interview with uh, Marlon Wayans, and it was, it's just something that he said that kind of reverberated with me. He was like, when he was talking about his friends, he was like, I'm, I'm the friend. He was like, don't call me when you're up, when you want to celebrate, when you want to go out and, and buy balls, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't, don't call, call me when you at rock bottom. Like mm -hmm. when you, when you need somebody, like when you like struggling, that's when you call me. You be like, all right, you good? Come on, let's go get, let's go get this money. Let's go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Work on some shit. And I think that's what we have. Like I'm a, like, if I'm out celebrating, if I, if there's an accomplishment, if I like close a deal or if I fucking win the lottery, whatever, like y'all gonna be the first people I call. 
Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like if I'm struggling, I just got fired or, you know what I'm saying? Like something, my girl broke up with me, like something like that. Y'all still gonna be the first people I call. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, like, hey, you want, you trying to go get something to eat, but I gotta talk to you about some shit. You wanna come over and hang out, like, bro, I'm, I'm struggling. I think, I think what, the way you said that, it makes a lot of sense because when you're down, you don't really want people to know mm-hmm. that you're down. Exactly. Like something's wrong. So when, so when you actually make that call, you know, you have, there's some sense of humility there that you gotta know, hey, this person actually has my back. It's not about, yeah. you know, what they're doing. They, they actually care. Yeah, so, also it's like the reaction when you say that. So, important. like, as in, it's a positive uh, reaction back. Oh, 100%. Some people are gonna be like, it's, it's gonna feel uncomfortable or negative or, or make something excuses of that for them nature. Not to come. Yeah, like, I completely agree. This group right here. Like what you need? Want me to bring something? Like, and that's you are exactly right, bro. And I fuck with that hardcore. And that's not even with your significant other. Like when you have that, when that's the person like you come to, you know what I'm saying? Like when you down or like you need something just to to as opposed to internalizing it and just saying like that I'm fine, when you can just go to that person and just mm-hmm. open up, like that means a lot. Mm-hmm. You know when you feel comfortable communicating regardless of what 100%. it is. That's like we always on the crunch time. And like literally, y'all plus one other person are literally <laughs> the only people that I would, with my very limited time, would be like, "All right, y'all need me for this. All right, I'm coming. I might be late for this next thing, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I might be but late. I'm there. I just show up, but mm-hmm. damn it, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> I'm gonna be there. I hear you. So you coming to drinks this uh, Sunday? We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Man. So much. I hate you. Why, right, man? So, as far as like dating and stuff right now, man. So we we got parents, you got grandparents who've told you like how they used to do things back in the day, and we see how shit is done now. Yep. Cam, we'll start with you, man. Like, what? Just what are the what's the biggest like differences between how they used to do things and how they do things now? I mean, I'm old school, so relationships back then I feel like it was more no matter what y'all are still together y'all is gonna ride or die basically as in no matter what struggles you gonna fix shit if you yeah you gonna you gonna work it out even if you cheat something else happened whatever is going on in that relationship you gonna work it out you're just not gonna give up or you're just gonna realize at one point this just don't work out y'all just part ways yeah. now they just give up or don't Fast. even want to deal with it or I think that comes into like people start developing feelings they get scared. Yeah, or they want, or they just don't want to be with that certain point person because of certain status or whatever it is. They just making excuses now. Yeah, this era is just making excuses for any fucking thing. What you think, Rex? Well, I will say like I mean I'm I'm like a little old school, a little new school, I guess you could say with it. Like I, I'm always for like testing the waters, <laughs> but. <laughs> At the same time, like I do love like monogamous relationships. I love all everything that goes into it, like getting to actually know somebody. And that's always been my biggest issue. Like when I was single, was just like getting to know people. Like yeah, I can get you to know you like from a conversation I have at the bar. That but that's very minimal. Like if you ain't gonna take the time to even. Like, go grab a cup of coffee, have a meaningful conversation. Or if you don't have much depth to you, it's really hard for me to get to know you. Right, it's the one-on-one yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. What you think, Dre? Yeah, I agree with Verax. I think nowadays, like I said, I mean, a lot of people go off day naps. 
you know, that's how they meet people. That's how they, they go about their love life. Uh, that's not me. Like, like Josh said, I like to uh, have like a meaningful conversation, you know, get to know you, yep. get to know more, more, more about you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then that way you can find if you're compatible with that person. You know what yep. I'm saying? Um, and don't waste your time and their time. Uh, so, yeah. What about you, Matt? Like the main difference between like the traditional, quote unquote, traditional dating as opposed to like dating now, like modern dating? I think, well, I think dating has obviously modernized since I was dating. Um, so like I didn't like get the luxury of like Tinder or Bumble or something like that. But I don't know how, how much that would help me because I feel like so at know. the time when Tinder and Bumble and everybody, like when that was the real like popping off and that was the thing. And you know, I've seen many relationships start, you know, come become weddings from Bumble. A buddy, uh, you know, a friend of a really close friend of mine, and you know, she got she met somebody on Bumble and she got married to him. So you know, uh, but basically, um, with those kind of things, like I saw it as like, oh, that would have been a nice to have that kind of uh, be able to date in that way, and obviously, I, I never got to experience it, but. Um, now, you know, years later and you look back at those things and everybody kind of talks down and they're like, oh man, it's like, so I see like how it's modernized and how it's, it's changed in its evolution of dating. So as far, as far as like traditional dating and like having to like have a conversation with somebody at a bar, get their number, like, you know, without just them seeing like a couple of really good photoshopped pictures of you <laughs> and then be like, you know what, I have one thing in mind with this person, I'm swiping right. I think that uh, obviously it's changed because you had to, you have to have a flow or conductivity in relationships. So yeah, you, even if you meet somebody somewhere, you kind of can start a conversation with somebody and then know immediately is this person really this bland and dry? Do I want to like invest time in this? Mm. So I think there's something to the modernization of uh, like how things used to be traditionally when you'd meet somebody and you could kind of immediately say, okay, I'd, I'd actually like to get this person's number. And then yeah. you didn't have to go through the whole rigmarole of messaging them back and forth because I think people are way different behind a computer screen or behind a phone than they are in person because they can be who they want to be yeah. behind something, but when they're actually right there in front of you, you could have just fell in love with somebody. But that's that also like a problem too. You communicate more than the phones, and compared to like when phones wasn't around as much, you didn't see that other person as much, so you was missing them more. You was yeah. thinking about them more because you wasn't communicating with them. So yeah. like the sense of desire to yeah. want them there, you don't ever miss somebody if you yeah. can always reach them. That's true. Yeah, now sometimes it's my fucking okay, getting on my nerves. I don't want to talk. <laughs> I, when, I, when I left for the military and I had relationships, you know, that I had back home, I was, we were put back into like the stone ages. Like we were writing letters and I was yeah. getting mail, like snail mail, like five to eight days later. And that's if like we got the mail. See, <laughs> you dating, know? So I've, I've communicated in many different ways. Yeah. The dating apps is, when I first started using them, I, I didn't really know what I was doing with them. It was more of like a little bit of a game, swiping left, swiping right. You know, you might talk to somebody, but very rarely did you actually go on a date. Now I'm saying, yeah. you know, it, it did get at the end of that hookup culture. That happened. Um, but, I, you know, like you said earlier, there's people that actually find, like, true love, quote-unquote, through social or dating apps. I'm just saying it's possible. So it I'm is possible. It, doesn't, it, has, it has a bunch of negative stuff that's been shown upon that it can, that it can have. But it also, I guess, it has its successes, too, so you can't really, like, Right. Also, see, for like, me, I'm better in person. Like, yeah. yeah. That's every time. 
Women don't like to take action, though. They can flirt with you, you do all this stuff. They can say all this shit, but when you try to get in touch with them and do all this stuff, they don't really want to take action on what the fuck they doing. I think there's a lot of factors that go into that. Like, are they, you know, possibly still healing from a past relationship? Are they possibly still in a relationship? You don't know it. Man, that shit's like, been around honest. since... But obviously, those, it's not like... Those written. issues been around when, since when mankind. Talking, That's not an excuse. When you're talking to somebody, it's not like written above their head like a profile. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like... Hey, just got new to the scene. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't know. Yeah, a lot yeah of but what changed with that, though? Too. Yeah, that too. Like, a lot of like, might, they might. I saw, I, saw, I, uh, I saw a video about this the other day. Like, they was. Somebody, they stitched the video on TikTok. It was like a girl, she was saying, uh, like, she really liked the dude. And then, like, he texted her and was like, hey, what are you doing? And she was like, I'm saying all excited, but then the response was, "Yeah, I might be busy. I'll let you know." I'm like, "That's one yeah, of the things that you know." What I'm saying, like, like exactly. That's, that happens a lot. Like that's what I call. It. I call that playing. Yeah. That is like, playing. Yeah. Like playing hard to get. Like, like a couple years ago, that was you know what I'm saying cool. It was like you know what I'm saying nice and flirty and fun. Now, like in my mind, that's just playing games. You know what I'm saying? I don't. That, that's just the, that's just how it is. To and me. women don't like nice guys. No more. So, I don't majority know. of women I don't like nice guys. I say a majority. Well, not, I mean, some of them do. What yeah. you're saying about the playing games. Uh, so that like before you had like dating apps and stuff like that, it was a game. Like, you know, the relationships before, like you could just swipe them in. Because because I think it's made relationships so simple in the in like any like a, a level to where if you want to get laid, you can swipe left and right. So like that intimacy portion of they they're covered. You know what I mean? So I think that it, it made it so simple. That the playing games and what people talk about all the time is like, oh, you gotta wait three days before you text them, or you gotta do, you know, you gotta say you're busy so you look up, like like desirable. Yeah. I think that whole thing That's is, bullshit. Is, is, is magnified because the other stuff that they could get or anybody could get is so simple now. So so I think it makes it harder for everybody. So at the same time, let's, I'm gonna I'm a jump back to that, but that's in my opinion, like the difference between like traditional dating and modern dating was like the foundation part. Like back in the day, like you had to meet with that person, you had to talk to them, you had to show up at their house, like they had to show up to yours, you know what I'm saying? Different stuff meet like people. that. So like you was able to establish like a ground, like a baseline, like a ground mm -hmm. level before you even went into anything. Now people are just, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just exactly like you said, they can be who they want to be behind a keyboard or behind a phone. When yep. you meet them in person, they're who they are. Like they, I mean, even if they try to be someone else eventually, like if you keep seeing this person. In mm -hmm. person, you gonna you gonna figure out who they are, who they are, who they are. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that just kind of exposes that person. You gonna like it or you not? Like, I can be anybody you like behind the keyboard. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? You tell me what you like. I can I can be that. It's hard to front that in person. Like you can't do that. Like you can like you can look up like witty comments and funny jokes and shit to say. But then when you yeah. meet that person and they dry as a goddamn Popeye's biscuit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like that's gonna expose them. So, yeah, so I mean, it's just definitely the foundation. Also, I don't think uh, women realize playing games ruins their character. <laughs> yeah, man, like I said, like this, character. And, and going back to what you were saying, like playing, playing games is different now because of technology. And that just goes into the current dating area, current dating era, excuse me. Like when you was playing hard to get in person, it's different than playing hard to get through text. Like, if you're with that person, you'd be like, nah, I'm busy. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you're still 
forming some kind of relationship with that person because y'all meeting, y'all talking, you know what I'm saying, what have you. Like, you're seeing that person face to face. So playing hard to get in person, like, you can, I can tell if you're interested, but you're trying to play hard to get. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because, like, you, just your body language, facial expressions, yeah, just your general attitude. I know, okay, like, okay, she wanted, but she don't want to tell me she wanted. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Through text, if you be like, hey, what you doing? You want to hang out? You be like, nah, I'm busy. You be like, oh, okay, well, that, you can't tell if a person is interested through text. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I think that's, that's one of the main differences. That's how playing, in my, like, quote, unquote, playing games has, has changed. It's because of technology. Like, if I see you in person, they'd be like, oh, okay, she, she want me, you know what I'm saying? Like, she want me to pursue this. Yeah. But if I'm texting you and you're giving me that same attitude, there's nothing aside from letters on a page yeah. that, that that tells me that same thing. So there's nothing else for me to go on. I can't see body language. I can't see you, you know what I'm saying, like that I smile you're giving me or how you're looking at right, me, right. you know what I'm saying? So that's... Being able to read facial cues, yeah. exactly. Yeah, just like, so, just just everything, like just your whole your whole physiology. Your whole I can't right. I can't see that. So I, all I'm doing is just reading what you're saying. But don't mm-hmm. you think that goes to like because you know I got kids now. Like, mm-hmm. what is their dating life gonna be looking like? It, are they even gonna see people in person? Are we just gonna be meeting people in like virtual realities and shit? Yeah, that's metaverse. <laughs> metaverse because, dating. Because I look at it like how far it's evolved now, but like right. we're talking about how much it's changed or how much it could change. But like, like if you can't read somebody in person. How, how do you actually know? Like, it's, it's, I see, and I think some of that goes back to to us. Like when we have kids, like we like what we instill in them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like y'all, y'all motherfuckers young. You know what I'm saying? So when y'all say y'all old school, that's like that's how you were brought up. Yep. Like, Cam, like your, <laughs> like your pops, you're like, oh, like your and your mom's. Like I know what's up. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. I know their attitude. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like you tell them, you bring her home, you be like, I met her online. I already know what they face looks <laughs> like. You know like. I already know how they gonna look at you. You know what I'm saying? Just like my mom. Like probably like, yeah, I met her online. You know what I'm saying? Woo woo. We only met a couple times in person. I'm bringing her home to my mom. She yeah. gonna pull me to the side and be like, who is this? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like she gonna. She that's just that not look. a judgment mm-hmm. call that they. You know what I'm saying? Think that you would make because that's how you brought up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, it just it just depends. Like, and at sometimes it's like a balance between the two. You can't be just a hundred percent traditional because it's a everything is technological now. The world mm-hmm. changed. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to evolve and adapt, but you have to you know what I'm saying bring your views from the past. You know what I'm saying to the shit now. But like, yeah, we can text every now and then. But you, like you say, you trying to get up and get a cup of coffee. You trying to go eat lunch, <laughs> something like I'm not going. This ain't gonna be no just virtual thing, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I gotta yeah. know who I'm talking to. See, when you talking about playing games, like I don't play games. Like if, if you if you were gonna be interested in me, you better be interested in me. Because if yeah. not, yeah, I'm off. Yeah. Like out, yeah, off. So that's what I'm saying. Like playing games in the past, when you could see that person, that was that was exciting. That was flirty. It now was. that shit is a turn off. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Yeah, not, that just ruins their character. So like I was saying, I just ruins. Their, I can't fuck with you like that no more. Or I just look at you different. Because you I know how you are. Right. I can't then, I can't even like I can't trust you with anything. Right. And like I said, you might be that person might be cool. Yeah. So I mean we can still be friends, but like that part of the friendship, we trying to get to know you more than that, like that's done. Like yeah. it's a wrap. Like, I'm not even looking at you like that anymore. So yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree, man. I don't want none of that negative energy around me. No, no, no negative energy at all. And that's I don't know, man. Like I just I don't get how people do that. Like with us, there's not we would just immediately remove ourselves from that situation or have that person removed from our situation. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like that, 
That's just we don't do negative energy. Like when we just pick up on that, we're like, no, my nigga, you gotta you gotta go ahead and roll. Like we can't, mm-hmm. we just we just don't attract that. Because yeah. I mean, like you 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 get what you put out. You know what yes. I'm saying? All we put out is positive vibes, and then like mm-hmm. the people that we fuck with, you know what I'm saying? The people that come to us and like want to hang out, want to take shots, or just want to just be in our general area, like even if. I don't know, man. Like, I, I was telling, I was in an interview the other day, and I was talking to him about like our energy, and I was just talking about me just being competitive at work. But this also applies like to us. Like our energy, in my opinion, is infectious. It is. Like if you come to us, like if we all of us in the VIP, you know what I'm saying? We hanging out, we drinking, taking shots and stuff. If you come like to the bar, you in a bad mood or you got a bad attitude. If you come to our spot, like. You like you just gonna feel better, you know what I'm saying? It's just a different vibe over that's, there. That's where I come in. <laughs> I, yeah, true. But I mean, you just can't be around everybody. us and I not try to get everybody fucked up. Yeah, you just can't be around us and not feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't mean like the bad type of way. I mean like, okay, I, I don't know what's going on over here, but I, I like the way this feels over here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, this is dope. It draws people in when you got all the laughs because they feel welcome. Just yeah. you make vibes. them feel welcome. You make exactly. them feel welcome. Like, no matter what you got going on, like, when you came to the bar, like, you're going to leave. Like, be like, hey, yo, I don't know them dudes, but, like, I'm I'm glad they was here. Like, I fuck with them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like. It'd always be funny when we'd be working and they come, people come and be like, hey, when are you doing Casamigos bottles again? I'm like, who was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, one of them, like, yeah, they was in the VIP the other day. But, oh, man, but I ain't even know. Like, there's just so many people be over there. And they just go in and out. You know what I'm saying? They be like, oh, hey, when are we taking shots again? Uh, Again, Again. <laughs> yeah, you was on the last time. I had no idea. Because we went through four liters of Casamigos. Hey, hey, hey! You gotta pass them out sometime. <laughs> so, all right, man. So let me ask you this: older or younger, as far as dating? Just number one, we'll just get your preference. Older or younger? Older. Oh, we gonna say we'll say me. Older, young, girls either my age or younger, and on my level, and on my level. Yeah, like, maturity, you maturity, maturity wise, and I'm you young, maturity, man. Yeah, maturity wise, they're not on my level. Uh, like for real, they're not on my level. But here's the thing, and the funny no. thing is, bro, like the ones that are don't really come to our environment. Like they don't really go out to like bells yeah. every weekend and stuff like that. So even if they are on your level, you don't really I mean, see that in that environment. Yeah, I mean, and that's just and that's just a testament to how much we work. I mean, you right. we work at Bells and we work at Paddock. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you got a day job too, but like, you don't really interact with the public like that. Yeah. I mean, just when you just out in the shit, you know what I'm saying? You work at Paddock and you work at Bells, and it, and we're in a college town, so even people that are like financially, emotionally, like just mature on your level, you won't really you get to see that. You know what I'm saying? Because all we interact with is like you know what I'm saying, the quote unquote college kids. Like, you, we got a different crowd, like like at BGT when you work down there. Yeah. And I guess it also depends on the time of year. Because when you at BGT doing Thursday Night Live, you're more inclined to see somebody, you know what I'm saying, on your level that's your age than you are working up oh, Saturday love, Night Live. They love me and Faiso. They love me and Faiso doing Thursday oh, Night Live. that's what I'm saying. Because so, I mean, we, exactly. exactly. we bring that same energy, too. We bring that same energy. We make everybody feel welcome. Everybody wants to fuck with us. Just because how we are. Yeah. What about you, Virax? Old or younger? Well, you're looking at my past experiences, it's been younger, but like, <laughs> I mean, I'm 30, so like, you know, it's always been in that 21 to 25-year-old range, but in reality, it isn't really about the age, it it's is. about how they carry themselves, yep, and if they sure. carry themselves older, and, they, and they've been through more things in life, and they just got that growth, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I'm I there. agree. 
Yep. What about you, Dre? I'm gonna say same age, around the same age. Not 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 too much older, not too much younger. Um, shit. I mean, it's it it comes down to compatibility to me. You know. Facts. Um, shit. I like '90s R&B. Mm-hmm. So if she don't know '90s R&B, it's kind of a problem. We can't sing along <laughs> to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. So I mean, um, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you were about to bring out like an astrology calendar. No, <laughs> <laughs> we have to match up. I mean, no, nah, yeah, right. nah, just different. Keep that topic in mind because I want to ask. I want to ask everybody something about that because like, remind me to go back to that. But no, I agree, man. It's funny, like Jerry, when he hear that, he probably going to die laughing because like, it's the same. That's all me and him do. Like I agree. So I, I, I mean, agree. yeah. So I mean, but like you know, Cam and uh, Josh, it's about growth and being on the same level. But as far as you know, age goes, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like I don't no judge. Age, I don't. I don't care what age. I mean, obviously, obviously I care what age, but. Yeah. Right, 21 and older. Yeah, yeah, I care, yeah. I guess I care what age. Yeah. <laughs> but we just talk about bar age too. Let's just be yeah. real. <laughs> Let me stop myself. But it is about the growth and maturity level. Like, even a girl I messed with uh, when I was in Raleigh doing my internship. Yeah. She was 20 at the time. Yeah. I think I was, what, 22? 22. But, like, I was on a different level than her, but she was mature. She had growth. She'd been through a lot. She was on it. But, again, uh, it comes down to compatibility. There's just a lot of people that I feel like that was on the level, but we, we wanted different things. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We wanted two different things, so it just couldn't – it didn't mesh. We didn't mesh, you know? And that's cool, you know? But I think that's the that's – the, when you talk about that topic, that's the word of the day, man, is compatibility. Compatibility. Like, in my, in my opinion, man, it don't really – like – as far as like older, there is like a ceiling there, you know what I'm saying, where you just, <laughs> you just don't want to cross. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then as far as younger, of course, like you want to go, you know what I'm saying, 21 or better. Yeah. But I mean, as far as compatibility, bro, if somebody, if somebody gets you, I mean, like they, there's there's no age restriction like on getting, like on understanding you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I said, there's, you That's have your own like personal boundaries. Like, you right. know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go no younger than 21, not gonna go no older than. 45, you know what I'm saying, some shit like that. Yeah. Like whatever your got whatever your personal guidelines are, yeah. cool. But as far as like compatibility, you can't put an age to that. You can't put an age to maturity. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no age that defines how mature a person is. Right. I met twenty nine year olds. That like eighteen year olds. That seriously. I know fifty year olds act like that. I met a twenty five year old act like he's forty. But it's cool though. <laughs> <laughs> Me. I got to feel with that all the yeah. time. People, well, females be saying, uh, I give them dad vibes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. They always be thinking, I'm yeah. I'm younger than Cam. I'm 30. I mean, Cam's mom does think that he's got kids running around. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Both my parents do. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> How many times does she ask her with me? Hey, man, does he have any kids at <laughs> The knock at the door. They are hilarious to me, bro. So Matt, uh, I'm pretty sure I would have found out by now if I had a kid. <laughs> well, 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 here's the thing. <laughs> Younger or older with me, I, I go for the same age. So, yeah. okay. And that's because my wife's the same age. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a safe answer. I don't even. I don't even know how old she is. 
Wait, wait, yeah. How old are you, man? I'm 32. Okay. <laughs> like, I, swear, I, I can't I, answer that. I swear I, I didn't know that, bro. Like, Majority of my neighbors are 32. <laughs> Literally. Is, is, how old is Scott and Amber? 32. Gotcha. Well, actually, I think Amber might be 31. But, but like, Same age range, yeah. Cause it was funny, bro. I was talking to mom the other day. She asked me how old you were, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, old you were. We was talking about something. But I, I forget what it was. She asked me how old you were, and I, I, just, I honestly didn't know. That, I was just drawing a blank. Was she going to bring me some balloons? And, and hey, hey, you, know, hey, you never know, bro. It might work out like that. Sorry, bro. Self-appearance. So, you, so when you were saying that, you mean just like, like your, relationship as opposed to well, like your status and who you are in the community and all this other stuff that people might be intimidated by in a relationship. Mm. Talk about that, Zorax. Why you gotta go to me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just you know, like, like I said, self appearance. Okay, Josh, you take this one. <laughs> no, I just, I just know, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, like, with people like who you have just like making a conversation with. You know what I'm saying? Because of what you do. You know what I'm saying? Acting, modeling, different stuff like that. Because of what you do, that automatically incites a level of intimidation. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. We, me and Dre was talking about that earlier today. And, like, and it's just that, that conversation we had earlier. A lot of times, like, you're... And I know you don't see it as such because you have hot, such high standards for yourself. Well, like, you're in commercials... You're in, you know what I'm saying, movies, TV shows, stuff like that. Regardless of what level it is, like whether it's just film festivals, you know what I'm saying, local commercials, what have you, you're in that. Yeah. yeah. So on some level, regardless of like, hey, let's see, like whatever, whatever, how you ever, excuse me, however you want to categorize it, on some level, you're a celebrity to some of these people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so like when you when you view it as that, 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 like I said, that incites a level of intimidation to some people that where they just intimidate just come and talk to you. And I, and you know, I, I've heard that a lot. Like, a, a lot of people assume from first glance that I'm like a specific type of way. Oh, and they get to know them. me, and then it's like completely flipped because they're like, I thought yeah. you were going to be some arrogant you yeah. know, asshole or something like that. Yeah, they're looking for a fuck boy. Yeah, and I'm not really that. But, and, and, and just to be honest, like, most of the types that you know what I'm saying, do what you do are. This is true. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, especially when it comes to like celebrity type shit. And then what I was saying is like that level of intimidation is it's just funny how it works because that level of intimidation that comes with it, as opposed to how accessible you are. You know what I'm saying? Like most celebrities, they, they see them on TV and in magazines, you know what I'm saying, on the phone, shit like that. You're the first person they see when they come to Bell. And motherfuckers just drive by and just see you. You know what I'm saying? So like, that yeah. just... You hop, come being, and take a shot with you or something. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, you, like, they can reach out and touch you. You know what I'm saying? So like, just being that accessible versus like, you know what I'm saying, intimidation. It just, you know what I'm saying? And people don't realize how humble we are. Right. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they don't realize that. How humble we are, just how friendly we are. They don't like that because they're not looking for that. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of times, like, with us, you know what I'm saying, when people, like, try to come up and talk to us and stuff, like, it's it's different because of who we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's what, and I'm just talking about just, like, from the bouncer standpoint. Like, we have to, we have a level, 
we have a level of authority that we have to uphold, you know what I'm saying, while we're working. So when we're off, I don't know, people just view us differently because they see us having fun. Yeah. I mean, most folks look at us and be like, oh, you own something other than all black? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, this, like, this shit just different. Yeah, like, oh, you're not working tonight? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you Damn, can I get a just, break? That's hilarious. It, I mean, it's just, it's just funny, you know, so they see you in, you know what I'm saying, like the 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 blazer or the button down, you know what I'm saying? You're yeah. just drinking and taking shots. So, I mean, it's just, oh, no, it's just different when they see us out and having fun. I think that's what gives a lot of people the... I don't want to say courage, but like the the attitude. Of, oh, okay, I can I can go talk to him. Like I can go buy him a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. He's accessible now. Cause you know when we working, like people don't they don't really want to fuck with us because they know number one we have to like we're working. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like yeah. it's a level of seriousness that we have. There. Yeah. And then like people just I don't know, man. Just kind of want to make conversations that this is the wrong time. Like if it's yeah, midnight time. on a Saturday, but like don't try to come up and talk to me. They dude. still do though. They still they do. fucking do. They try. They some, do. some do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know, man. But it's just I just like being out. You know what I'm saying? Out and about because mm-hmm. like that lets people know that you don't just have a professional side because yeah. you, you have to build yourself up as like an authority figure. Like regardless, I mean, I'm not saying. You have to be like over that person, like intimidation type shit, but you have to be over that person as you work at that ball. You know what I'm saying? On a level to where if I tell you you gotta go, you still gotta go. Mm-hmm. I know we was just chopping up a man to go. <laughs> now you too fucked up, so now you gotta go. You know what I'm saying? We, I thought we was homie. No, right. you know, like, well, you know, we ain't really friends like that. Yeah. You still gotta go. I'll see you tomorrow. Like, come back next weekend. You know what I'm saying? That was before you uh, threw your glass on the floor. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's before you just fell down half a flight of stairs, bro. Like, so yeah, ain't no going back to the second floor. You got to roll. Yeah, that was five minutes ago. <laughs> Yo, that is that is funny, bro. But all right, man. So let me ask you all this: Let's just say, in a relationship, what gets first priority? Is it making money, like your career, or the relationship? Career. Hundred uh, percent. You gotta. I mean, you're in a relationship, so it's, you gotta compromise to some degree. But you do. I feel you can't. You can't. I cannot compromise or take away from your individuality, your 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 dreams, your goals, your aspirations. They can't take away from that. No, yeah, so, you, you can't um, give up your dreams. No. So I feel like. I mean, it, that's just me. You know, it may come out, come off as selfish, but I feel like, yeah, you gotta put yourself first, even if you're in a relationship. Oh, marriage? I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, no. But definitely, I feel like, yeah, career comes first. What about you, Zara? Man, you know, I try to, like, have, like, a healthy mix. I try to, like, you know, spend enough time with that person. Try, even though there's times that it's really tough. And sometimes that leads to, you know, relationships falling off. Um, but, yeah, I just, I just like to have a healthy mix of work and relationship. I agree. I mean, I think it should be a balance. What do you think, Cam? As far as like it should the be career a, versus the relationship? It should be a balance, but nowadays, like currently, in this era, people don't want to compromise for each other. That's what I'm saying. Like, people don't want to compromise for each other. No more. I mean, that goes back to how traditional ways were and stuff like that. People don't want to compromise for each other for their goals. I actually have a cool take on this. So... <clears throat> It looks like, so yeah, I know you all said it from your perspective of <clears throat> like, you know, you want to put your career in yourself first. I think it says something because at first I didn't 
I didn't put my career, I don't put anything like that. I was putting like my relationships and everything first. And then you end up, you end up like, I end up, I'm married and I have a good career and a, and a path now that where I have the money comes. Yeah. And I think that it starts with a healthy, good relationship at home. And then the other things can kind of fall in because you think clearly when you have somebody that's got your back all the time. Good and yet he says something, if you're able to build a relationship with somebody that will trust you, obviously there's always little things here and there that happen in relationships. But if you have somebody that's got your back, if you can call them and be like, hey, I think it goes back to having a relationship, I guess, like we have. But having that with a significant other is just way different because if you're able to you know, be completely honest and say something and they trust you wholeheartedly and they're able to do something that just speaks towards what you can do when you have that sort of trust with somebody because then you don't always think that somebody thinks you're up to something or you're doing something right. because yeah. you're able to focus clearly on your goals and things going forward. So if you ever have the ability to know, hey, that's the person that you're doing that with, um, to be in a relationship that you feel like can go forward, um, then I think putting that first leading to helping you get your goals done. I think it helps. That was my that was my next question. I'm gonna I just got just real quick direct. For everybody who said money and career first, my my next my follow up question would have been at what point does that switch? When I feel like I'm uh, accomplished. When I yeah when I feel like I'm accomplished. I mean I don't want to have to compromise my time that I've put into my career because I gotta set aside time to maintain my relationship you know i'm not in that stage and phase right now you know so i think looking at it with like a clear level head like, like what you're doing is like you just don't want to pigeonhole yourself and get too far deep into a career where then you can't have a relationship because you're so invested and you either like if you build like you if you can forge your own path once you have a career then being able to find that relationship later i feel like it's hard now, it i don't know that to be fat but I'm just saying it could be yeah. if you if you focus too much. So like if you if you think about it as like somebody's waiting for you and you're able to have this relationship with them and you can ha have a partner to go with you like through thick and thin, then being able to do the other stuff makes it easier. Yeah. Because then, but that is my opinion. So true. Because then you have more of a both sides have more of an understanding. Yeah. Right, but, it, but if that's not some people don't think that like so nowadays like there's so many people that don't want like really like they want to be you know single on their own and that this is a lifestyle that's just i guess different there's not like nice. if you look at like you know uh c careers and people that have like both men and women now have careers instead of like the stay-at-home model where you have like three or four kids and like the wife stays home a lot of you know women are graduating and doing like great things too. I'm not saying that they can't have families, but it's a lot yeah. harder. And I know this if you if you work in a if you live in a household where both people work and you have kids, it's hard to to have time for each other, the kids, and everything. So it's like oh, it, so it makes it you have to find that balance. Yeah. But I mean, coming on coming to it with you know knowing that you got somebody that's got your back, I think it's way different because then you're able to make the, the money you want to make to get by to do what you. I think initially, uh, the the money in the career takes priority. Yeah. Because you don't want to sacrifice what you're doing professionally for something that you don't know if it's gonna last. That's my point. Now, yeah. once you decide, hey, this is the person I'm gonna be with, 
or this is the person who I'm, you know what I'm saying, rocking with for the foreseeable future, then I think that's when you can, you know what I'm saying, like give up the, like the extra shift. So like, mm-hmm. instead of working this, you know what I'm saying, weekend shift that's optional, you know what I'm saying, we'll, we'll go out, you know what I'm saying, or some shit like that, like doesn't make more time to that person. But I do think initially, you know what I'm saying, like the money in the career comes first. If it don't last, then you just, quote unquote, you feel like you wasted your time when you could have yeah. been putting more, putting forth more effort into, you know what I'm saying, your life professionally. Yeah, I but that. once you decide who you're rocking with, then you'll be like, okay, even if I don't make this extra, however much money for working this shift, I'm not wasting my time by putting it into this person because I know what we're trying to build for the future. Yeah. Okay. If you have any reason to think that you're in the wrong situation, then obviously, you know, go with your gut on the career oh, of course. Yeah. and everything like that. But I'm saying if you if you have somebody that you feel like could be that person, you don't want to miss out on that because it can benefit you in, in the career right financial side later. Let me ask you this. You know, this is uh, based off relationships, but uh, so obviously in a relationship, you know, physical intimacy, sex is important. But at what point does it become not the main focus for you guys? Does that make sense? Like, it's important. Sex is important in a relationship. But what I'm saying is, when is it no longer just, like, about that physical part? Like, it's still important, but it's not, like, we're just having sex all the time. And it's like... Yeah. You already got through that phase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, once you figure out if that person... Is that the person you want to be in a relationship with? Because, like, what? sex takes a back seat to your personality once I figure out if you have one or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if we can hold an intelligent conversation and I like being with you just for who you are, yeah. then, you know what I'm saying, sex is not really... It, I'm, I'm, it's not really important. You know, it's, it's, it's an integral part of a relationship, yes. but it's not... Like the only thing I'm looking forward to you is I'm looking right. forward to just coming home and just talking to you and just being around you or like just acting the fool, you know what I'm saying? Cut up listening to music or, you know, like I, if we can chill and just listen to R&B or like we can play video games together, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. That's like, fun. Like having the best friend. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Like once you realize that that person can be your best friend, then you know what I'm saying? Like you're not, that's when sex takes a backseat to me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when you establish that. If you can... If you can do other stuff with that person that you enjoy on uh, that you enjoy on some level just as much as sex, then sex takes a backseat. Like if I if I'm laughing with you to my fucking stomach hurt over like just a movie that we watching together that we like or like playing like board games and shit, like that's when like sex is not even really that cool because it's like I enjoy being with you for who you are, yeah. not just because of what you have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, I completely agree. Uh, so now, okay, I got a question for y'all. Going back to traditional dating versus modern dating, could you date nowadays? Could you date a girl, like be in a serious relationship with a girl who was saving herself for marriage? Yeah. Sex wise? I can. I think so. Yeah, I can. Because that's a lot of uh, discipline, though. Yeah, especially, 100%. Today's, yeah, especially, especially in today's, today's world. Today, shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I have, uh, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not that
not that I would knock the way that that, is, <laughs> that somebody's doing that for themselves. Well, but how, how? What's the time how frame of the marriage? No, because, because what I'm saying. <laughs> Okay, that's a, that's six a months in, what are you all? Maybe six months. I know you all are laughing. This is not what I'm laughing about. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. So, first off, I like how Trey jumped on that. Like, oh, yeah, like, I would I'd definitely do that. Hey, I was hesitant. Like, I think. Like, damn, Trey, did you even think about it? Damn. He jumped on that so fast. I'm sorry, Here, that was let, hilarious. Let me tell you this. If you let's say you, we you all obviously had sex with people before, right? Some mm-hmm. good, some bad, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you're telling me you gotta wait to marry this girl, right? And then we end up getting married, but then it ends up being one of those people that's just city that sex. Goes, There's nothing involved. That, with that it. goes back to post nut clarity. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. But what I'm telling you is, if you end up taking that commitment, jumping in, jumping down that road, and then you realize, oh, to that one thing, it's just. That's just not working for you. Like the sex is fucking awful. But how? And then you're but stuck with that. Isn't but techniques you, not learned though? Like, can't you like teach? I mean, I mean, to an extent. I mean, you gotta think like, what? What if it's bad? Like, you gotta think, y'all are what? Twenty eight. Mm-hmm. So twenty eight years of not having anything, <laughs> and then and what? then being thrown into this world of doing it. I mean, then y'all have to get back, but. Okay. What well, if it's, what if, what if it's just... Like well, let, well, let me ask you this. And this a is, Honda is always a Honda. It's never a Ferrari. <laughs> you can fucking paint it red and put some stripes on it. But God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this. If you've never... If you've never had... If you've never had sex, how can you, like, really know if it's bad? I don't think you. I don't think necessary. I wouldn't even knock them from saying for saying the the words. I want to wait till marriage. I just think that hey, like I just know that we wouldn't be compatible. Then no, no, I'm not going on what you were saying. You like once you once you get married and you find out that the sex was bad. Like, what constitute what constitutes bad sex for somebody who's never had sex? What about this? Like, as humans, we all, so, always feel but we energy. We're based off energy. We're based off energy. And what if we have sex? For the people who've never had it. So you're saying like, two people together. Let's just say, say, say both of them had never had sex. Well, goddamn, that's going to be the best thing they ever had. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you, like, everybody here has had shitty pizza before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if that's the first pizza you ever had, then goddamn, that's the best thing ever. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing to compare that to. Like, there's no control group. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like how that. white people don't season their shit. That's true. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you said that so it's good to them. There's no there's no control group, so you don't know what to compare that to. Now if you were now if you were dude and you out here you out here fucking and then you meet a girl that, that you know what I'm saying, wanna save herself for marriage and somehow, you know what I'm saying, you get on board with that shit, then I understand, you know what I'm saying, you saying that it's it's bad. I, I mean of course you wouldn't want to do that, but I'm just saying there's other factors to you going into wanting to marry them. But oh, imagine yeah. if it was just like, there's just the chance that it could be so bad that it's like. The chance? Now, yeah, but, but I'm. It's it a wouldn't chance. even have to be the, that but the sex you, is bad. The energy is bad. All this good sex, after the sex. sex going on. And then you realize that they're just, they don't know those like. You know your kinks and your things that you do, yeah, and they just don't have that. Over time. Yeah, I mean, it happens over time, but what if they just ain't about that? Then you, at least you knew it earlier. You didn't. No, see, that's different. Now that's different. Now, now, now that's one thing. You can teach somebody 
the shit that you like, just like vice versa, they can teach you what they like. Now, now that now that's what's going on. Then I agree that that can be done. Like that that's like learned behavior. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. at that time, you can teach them. Like they can learn how to make their sex great. But if now they're not open to doing that, that's different. Like they're not about that life. Like you try yeah, to teach them some shit. You're, you're, now we're going into like one hypothetical to like <laughs> hypothetical that has hypothetical. All I'm saying. Is, but here's the thing. I just couldn't do it just because of that one thing. I just I would just. I would just move on. So it probably wouldn't be bad though, because you are if you're gonna marry this girl, you, right. you've already got the compatibility, you've already got the chemistry, you got best friends, the emotions. Yeah, right. Like, but all, that would but all I'm saying is that, point, is right? that right. So, I would have already made the decision. Like I wouldn't have ever got to know them or got down that road. What, what if you find out she's not really a virgin? If you go on a couple dates and you're not having sex with them, something's going on, right? So they're gonna be like, I'm saving myself for marriage, and then you just kind of know to respect that. So I would have never. Found out that they were, I was that compatible with that person because but that's I've the, never done it. But that's the hypothetical, man. If you were in a relationship with somebody that was saving themselves from marriage, I know you're saying you wouldn't get into the shit at all, right? But that's the just the, the base hypothetical. Okay, but now if you're you changing were. the hypothetical. All I'm saying is, is that for that one reason, I just wouldn't do it. Okay, so you have no opinion in this shit right now. No, the whole opinion was: Would you get with somebody? Or no, I'm saying like somebody that was saving themselves from marriage, and the answer was no because of those items. I'm saying, like, if you were in a relationship who was someone who was now I'm saying, okay, now we, you we, you wouldn't get into it. Now I'm saying, if you want, if you were, and they were saving themselves for marriage, I understand that you're not in. It. So you, like I said, you ain't got shit to say right now. <laughs> but like, if you find out somebody was saving themselves for marriage, for marriage, and you know what I'm saying, like you got married to this person, like could could y'all do that? Could you be in a relationship? I think that? so, but my search history on my phone would be a lot different. <laughs> 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 oh, look, don't open that chrome, man. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't open chrome, man. Come on, 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 man. man. Alright, bro, so I got oh, uh, that was actually one question that I had here. I had three. That was actually one of them. You could be in somebody's relationship. What's next one? Saving this up for marriage. So this is my other one, man. I got two questions for y'all. Just kind of just like life questions and I want to know just y'all opinions about it. Like how y'all feel about it. What your thoughts are. The first one is and we just go down the line. Can money buy happiness? No. Certain people might. Certain people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, won't, I won't get everybody to elaborate, but I just want to get everybody just initial answer first. I think yes to an extent. Dre? <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to have to go with yes to an extent. Yeah, I'm going to go with your answer on this one. Matt? If I was saying yes or no, which I think is very <laughs> oh my God. It's a complex question because, okay, can it buy happiness? Yes, it can. But what do you sacrifice on your, what are you losing? So like personal relationships and things that suffer. If I didn't lose the personal relationships I have, then money, yes, could buy happiness. But if it did and things would conflict, I would, I would sever myself from the money that I could potentially make to preserve relationships. I'm going to jump on that in a minute because I got something to say about that. But just me, can money buy happiness? 
150,000%? Hell yeah. <laughs> Two million, <laughs> three billion. <laughs> yes, 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 the fuck it can. You keep adding zeros, my smile just getting bigger. Money comes with problems. I look at it this way. This group right here, right? Okay. Somebody offered me a million or more to not be friends with y'all. I wouldn't do that. Because, that's because, that's because that's I'm just saying, I'm just saying. That just comes with, I mean. I'm just saying, because this this is more than a billion dollars right well, here. No, 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 I get that part. And I'm not saying like that kind of stipulation. I just mean, Richard, you just want, if you won the lottery right now, you won $3 million. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody just gives you money, not on the, not on the, uh, the, the, what am I trying to say? Not on the thing that you have to get rid of anybody. Mm -hmm. Or stipulation, sorry, that's what I was trying to come up with. Not on the stipulation that you have to cut off your friends or some, some bullshit like that. I mean, if they just gave you money in your situation that you are in now, if you just got a bunch, a, a shit ton of money, like, do you think money can buy happiness? Not that you have to cut off anybody or anything like that. It can add to you it. You can buy a lifestyle. I don't think you're going to buy happiness. You can buy a lifestyle. Shit, I think I completely just, I, I, I think to an extent, like, you can get a certain amount of money, but then every, every person in every aspect of life, they always want something they don't got. Even if you were really rich, you'd still want something else. I mean, yeah. yeah, like for me, I'm so based I'm off like relationships, friends, and all that stuff, family. I'm a family man. And that's why I, 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 I don't agree think you wouldn't be satisfied because you'd have a house on a block and then you'd be looking up and your neighbor got a bigger house on the block and you'd be like, why don't I got that house? That's your problem. But I'm saying most things have a something else. So if you had something, you'd want something else or else you'd always. What would the point of life be? Like that's that's that person. Like you can also be content. You could just sit in the house, play video games, and be done. Like wanting something else. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean like wanting something else. As far as like the competitor, you want your career to go further. You know what I'm saying? But or you want like something else. I'm, I don't want a bigger house because of what you got. I might want a bigger house just because my house is too small, or I, I might want well, another car just because I want another car. It's not mm -hmm. as competitive to what somebody else has as what I have right now. So I'm happy as shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about what nobody else got. But there's like a finite number involved here. And all I'm saying is, is that if you had a certain amount, you'd always want something extra. I completely disagree. I see what you're saying. I feel I like too. I feel like too. No, a lot of people are like that. A lot of people want more. When they get something, they get achieve a goal. They want to achieve the next goal. Up. Oh, they want to keep going. That's right. But there, but there is like this line in the sand where it's like, could money solve your problems? Yeah, yeah. money solves Majority. a lot of problems. But it also had there's problems that come with money too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like what? It don't solve your mental health. That's true. Right. Like a lot of well, rich people. if you have money, then everybody's gonna be coming out of the woodwork that you know, and they gonna think you're gonna help them out. And I think that's what a lot of athletes have to deal with. Right that's now. not a problem for me. I'm amazing at saying no. I'm just being completely honest with you. I know, I know, but it's kind of like it, it changes relationships and friendships because I feel that even if you say no, people people are the way they are. They're gonna be like, oh, they're, we're gonna be out. Oh, Troy got it. Troy got it. And, then, and after a while, you're gonna be like, Troy don't got it. Like even if. But well, who well, am I going out with? What, I'm just saying, there's like I said, there's a there's a amount that it, everything is fine. Well, what I'm saying, but I'm going I, out with y'all. Like, yeah. That's why that's why I keep my circle small. I'm not just I'm not one of these dudes that's gonna get millions and just be seen yeah. in fucking yeah, Jeff Rubens with random motherfuckers. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go out with the same dudes I was with when mm -hmm. I was broke. So like if we, if we do motherfucking credit card roulette, 
y'all throwing y'all shit in there too. Secretly, y'all hoping that I get the shit. Right? <laughs> right, 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 right. If, if y'all if y'all get the bill, then y'all don't have a problem paying that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's all I'm saying. It's not. I'm not going. And that I goes just, to, I, that goes back to the person. I'm not going to get money and change. Yeah. Like you know I, exactly. I don't think you'll change. I just think people around you will just change. But just so like, if I get rich, y'all motherfuckers gonna change? No. Nah. No, no. I'm telling you that people will show up. And I will send their ass back to work. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all I'm saying. And I get what you're saying. Like that's for me. That's not a problem. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Like family members just gonna come out of anywhere. People gonna, hey, I got this good investment idea. Yo, let me run this by you real quick. I get that part. And I don't have a problem shutting that shit down. Yeah, I'm saying that's not a, that's not necessarily like, a problem. For me, I grew up around some like family members that had money and all this stuff, but they all moved the same. Like they still either lower class or just middle class. Move the same. No matter what. Still family people, no matter what. So that's how I was raised. So that's how I look at things. I mean, the, who, uh, who do we go, who house did we go to when we went to Georgia? My uncle's. Like, bro, humble as shit. Yeah. Like, we went to the damn Mexican restaurant and got wings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just, like, the shit was cool, but his house was. Bruh. Well, he ain't like my blood uncle, but I'm just saying, they way, like, but like, yeah, they, tell, that's like, family, that's family. But you can just tell, like his, like the way he moved now was the way he moved when he didn't have that, exactly. Or when he was when he was grinding to get that, you know what yep. I'm saying? Like that's, and that's just, like how everybody in my family is. I feel that, so that's why I say to me, money can absolutely buy happiness because outside of everything, and I, I heard what you said, it can't solve mental health problems. Nope. But that has nothing to do with mental health to me. Like you know what I'm saying? If you got mental health problems when you're rich. You got mental health problems when you broke. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a constant. That's not gonna change. But for me, and like people I know who don't have it, the a majority of their problems is money related. Yeah. They can't get food, they can't pay bills, you know what I'm saying? Their kids don't have everything that they want. You drop off 40 million at their door, <laughs> what else they got a problem with? Like what else what yeah, else do they have an issue Also, with? it's you a thing where enough. people don't know what to do with that money. And they just fucking blow it. That's a personal problem as well. Like once you get it, you can't keep it. That's a personal problem. What you but, do with it after you get it? But before you blew all that shit, I bet you was happy as hell. So it just, in my opinion, money can buy happiness. Yeah. That's just me. That's right. So I mean, I agree. Like I say, it, some, some shit comes happen. along with it. Like uh, people gonna come out the woodworks. Money can't be a lot buy of relationships. But no, just me really being me, I just shut that yeah, shit down. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm I more off base family and relationships. Yeah, so money, like, you could have happiness if you had money, but a lot of people didn't know you had it. Like if you were able to keep it under wraps. Like if, yeah. if somebody just injected your bank account and you didn't tell them no That's how I was you could be happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't mean like everybody in the world gotta know you got money, but I just mean just on a personal level put money by having a secret from everybody. It's kinda like but you could I wouldn't even keep it from everybody. Like my team would know. Like y'all would know, y'all know I'm sitting over here a billionaire. But I'm still, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Moving we still gonna be right here. You know, so we might we might get like a studio or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? But other than that, like I'm gonna move the exact same. Like we gonna yeah. like and like and sometimes we might I might spurge on shit, you know what I'm saying? We'll all go on vacation and I got it. But mm-hmm. y'all not gonna ask me, hey Troy, when trying to go to Vegas, it's on you, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna come at y'all, but like, hey, take off next weekend, we out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna move the same within my within my team. I'm not gonna be like, yeah. hey, we going to Vegas, I got a private plane with thirty other motherfuckers. Nope. It's gonna be us six, nigga, and we out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that, that's just how that's just how it's gonna be. Yep. But like I said I'm gonna move the same, but yeah, I, I believe it can buy happiness hundred percent. Cause I think most of the people problems right now while they're unhappy is money related. I mean I know yeah, you got yeah. some mental health issues, you got other stuff, you know what I'm saying, like family shit going on like that. 
But I think a hop, if you do a pie chart, I think a majority of that is money related. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? So, that's why I said to an extent. Yeah, it, yeah. exactly. That's it, exactly. To an extent. And it has to be like a balance, too. Gotcha. I, I completely agree. But I think you can. I think you can if, you, if you don't have a balance, you won't, I feel like you won't be complete in life. Oh, no. That's just like, that goes yeah. with it. Work, yeah. life, balance, everything. All right. So, my second question, and Matt, I really want to get your opinion on this. I'm going to need you to pay the fuck attention. Because uh, this one is like some. This one kind of goes with kids. And I just want to, because when me and Carolyn were together, she asked me this question. Like, she see, like, clips and stuff or, like, videos. And she would ask, she'd be like, that's you, ain't it? And I'd be like, yep. Or she would get my opinion on this shit. So I want to know. Participation trophies. As far as y'all kids. Will they be getting uh, those or no? No. Fuck, fuck no. no. I was raised, fuck no. Nah, you ain't winning. You ain't winning. Hell no. Nah. Sit up, sit up, Drake. You like you got something to say about that? <laughs> nah, cause that's that's what makes kids soft. No, I mean that's like telling them the Easter Bunny's not real. Or, you know, you take them with a child. Huh? Oh, what, what, what? I'm saying by yeah, saying what? you know like by instilling that like oh if you're not first you're last. You know, let them be kids. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why? I mean, why, I mean, why, why so serious? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not saying first, it's don't be serious about it. But it, but if you lose, like if you get ninth place out of nine kids, do you still get a trophy? No. Drake, stop. <laughs> Are you like, for real? Like, you're going to put all the ninth place ribbon people out of business? Because <laughs> in reality, that should be more motivation no matter how old you are to get better or yeah, the, your team to get better to... Are we talking like what? Like, okay, okay, that, that was like, my next question. That's like my next what question. Age? At what age? So if you don't three, believe... Three, four, five, okay. But I mean... Okay, at what point... Middle you, school, high school... If yeah. you don't believe in participation trophies, is there a certain age that you do? Yo, here's yes. my thing. I was in six. the third grade, and we got, you know, we play AAU ball, and we got these trophies for this tournament. We didn't even win. I looked at that. Every time I looked at that trophy, I'm like, why the fuck do I have this? That's what my mindset. Well, see, third grade is a lot. That's what, five, six, seven, eight? That's eight years old. That's fair. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, let's just say. Under five. Under five. Get that ninth place trophy. You, you, shit, when you I play, good. when I used to play baseball when I was you in, did good. Like, but, grade but I'm gonna school. I'm going to show you how to do things differently. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I'm still a coach, right. but I'm not going to be like. Oh. So let's get let's get the opinion from the guy with kids. Here we go. I I, I wouldn't be Pierce gonna need a trophy. participation trophy. I wouldn't be I wouldn't like that at all. However, is, is there a certain age however, you would agree? Right, but I think that the way things are going now, people are getting them. I'm not gonna take my kid's participation trophy. Like if he gets one, I'm just I'm gonna let him know the the harsh reality of like, hey, this isn't uh, you didn't really win. Like yeah, I'm gonna let him know, but I just I'm not gonna yeah. take something. Like, I wouldn't take it away. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah so I want to take it away because other kids are gonna get them, and I think that he should have the same thing other kids have. You know what I mean? But so you gonna keep that? So let's just say he's he in ain't the- putting it up on anything. <laughs> so, so let's just say he's middle school. No. Fuck no. He he's not gonna have no. They aren't gonna. And plus, they they won't be participating. They'll be winning. If I'm training, or mindset. They are winning anyway. They are not gonna. They're not gonna be getting. They won't be the recipient of participation trophies. So uh, so so let's just say. So once a kid gets to school age, like even kindergarten. Do you think that's when it shifts from it's not about winning and losing, it's just about having fun? 
As a kid, yeah. I yeah, I mean, no, but also challenge because playing sports challenges you in life too. If you're not being challenged out there, what you gonna do in regular life when you go when you're out? If they're having fun, they don't need a participation trophy. So if he's over here having fun, that's true. Then I don't think he needs to be known that he was a participant in the fun. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I like that a lot. So at a certain point, he's gonna have to decide: Do I like having fun or do I want to win? And then yeah. get the trophy that you I want to be competitive so, or just have. So what I'm saying is, if he if he starts to do it, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'll just be like, listen, either we're gonna invest time in this, or you can just go out with your friends and you guys can have fun. And we ain't getting participation trophies for your fun. But yeah, at the same time, when you just going out there having fun, those competitive kids they they gonna they gonna boo you off the team. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so they gonna talk shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I me personally, I don't. Believe in participation trophies. I I fucking hate it. Like I just I oh no man. I just don't like it. Like I'm because I mean just because of how I am and as competitive as I am. When my kid starts, if I ever have kids, when I my kid when they do competitive sports, I want them to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're competing against other kids, like I want you to win. Like I mean that's just it. Like I want them to win. So I mean I. And I, and I think it's a certain age to the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I say school age is when I would not believe in participation trophies. I, I think there's something to what you're saying there. But also, so like, my kid, the way he looks at me when he does something new and he accomplished it, like, he gets so excited that I get excited. Right. So... I, I wouldn't take the joy yeah. out of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But there's a there's a part of it that's Respect. like, okay, like, yeah, you just pissed in the toilet. <laughs> great. We're not getting a trophy. <laughs> so all all I'm saying is is but that look in their face when they do something is like is special. Like because right. they're they did something for the first time and they're like they're looking at you like, did you see me do that? Because mm-hmm. and and then you wanna you wanna show like a. But I think there's a limit to that, and I think like if they're if they keep participating, there's only so much participating they can well, do before you. My dad that. always said that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Well, anything yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. But I guess at the same time, that, I guess that also changes to where if something happens, and they so if something happens and they lose, and they're still happy when they were out there, that out, that they were out there having fun. Okay, cool. But if they were out there and they lose. And they're sad about losing. I think that's when the the parameter kind of changes. So it's if, not. If they could be sad about the loss and not just sad because they didn't get the ice cream cone at the end of right. the day. Then I think that that they they should work harder at that. Point. Right. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. at that point, it's about winning. Like they understand, hey, I didn't do as well as this person did. That's why they're getting this, yeah. and I'm sad about that. And then I think at that point, that's when you know what I'm saying it. It gets more competitive to, to me as a parent. I'm like, all right, look, let's put in this work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like now you understand like what it is to to lose, and you don't want to feel this way. I understand you had fun, but you also lost, mm-hmm. and you're sad about losing. Now let's not do this no more. Let's go out here and win. And you're not getting dinner tonight. Because <laughs> 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 like the losing, the losing teaches you a lot. Yeah. It teaches you to take responsibility. But you're supposed to like groom your child. To know how to take that before you even put it in that situation. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, that's how what, what you were saying is that I think the longer 
a kid has participation trophies, it gives them false expectations about yeah. what. But I mean, like literally, life is. Ain't nobody gonna get yeah. you shit if you don't win. That also develops like thinking they're privileged. I agree. That you're gonna get something no matter what you do. You just exactly. you show up and you get something. That's and, I mean. That and, go like for job and people like and there's people like me that's gonna call him a punk ass kid. But, I mean, you show up for a job <laughs> and you, you know what I'm saying. You and you like in, in any kind of competition or something you competing the other person with. Like you think just because you show up that you just gonna get that. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? Or you show up. Oh, I'm here. I win. Like yeah. no, like, but you got stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like that. So I mean, like, I just think participation trophies give out false expectations. Agreed. Up until a certain age, right? Yeah, up until a certain. I'll give you that. Up until a certain age. Once you start competing with other kids your age, and you can like acknowledge that you're competing. Yeah. Which, uh, I don't. I, even, I be honest. I don't even remember receiving any awards when I was like from like three to six when I started playing sports. Between that age range, I don't remember. <clears> oh, <throat> I was like field day. Oh yeah, field day ribbons. Field day. That's because you was competing though. That's because you was competing though. Hey, I did. Hey, I did. Running my ass off. Fucking shit. Field day was fun. I just did like that shit. I had a lot of friends. That joint was fun. That was a good time. They still field day was fun. I don't know. I'm sure they do. Well, probably not because COVID. You know, after COVID, probably like off. Well, I mean, if anything, you do with COVID, everything is outside. Yeah. Yeah, but you still like fun. Close to people. Close to people. Still like a gathering. Man, COVID ain't never going away, bro. Let them, let them kids run. <laughs> yeah. Let them have that. Oh, yeah. man. But yeah, all right, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Uh, like I said, make sure you subscribe on uh, Spotify, YouTube, every, all the platforms, man. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the social media. Uh, make sure follow us on Instagram, stuff like that, because we're going to be posting uh, like questions and stuff that we want your opinions on. Um, and like I said, some questions, like whatever your answers are, we're going to read them out on the air. Whether you want to be anonymous or not, let us know. We're going to, the future topics, man, we're going to get a lot of, you know what I'm saying, like y'all opinions on questions and different things like that. Uh, and also make sure you pay attention to the social media because when we have events at Bells, man, we post them on there. So make sure you pay attention so y'all can come out, hang with us, be a part of this, you know what I'm saying, energy that we got going on and just be a part of the whole day in life of the podcast. Hey, we got a lot going on, man. We want y'all to be a part of it. Other than that, man, y'all stay tuned. We are grateful for you tuning in to the Let's Be Authentic podcast. Remember, we see everything you don't want us to see. Stay tuned for more episodes coming very soon. Follow us on social media to stay up to date. Tap in at Let's Be Authentic.